For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. And uh, episode seven of Crow Calls, or we're possibly doing Coffee Hour with Crow episode two. I am Crow Prasadra, and this is the only Gaia Wrestling Podcast that matters. Why? Because we are the only one that's still on. Ah. The only one that cares about wrestling, we at Crow Calls care about you. <laughs> Today's uh, episode, I want to give a special shout out to uh, my friend Jennifer, who on Twitter is. Let me see if I remember her name right. I believe it's uh, Angry RP Savage on Twitter. She has filled up my Ask FM so uh, I could plow through those if I wanted to. But um, I wanted to give this uh, 
show a brief moment of silence, or rather, uh, not really so much, but uh, rest in peace the Jericho jacket. You watched Monday Night's Raw, you saw that uh, Dean Ambrose killed the Jericho jacket after Jericho savagely killed Mitch the Potted Plant, who is more over than most of the roster. Uh, and uh, we've got the uh, EWA 2006 Best in the World show pulled up, and it is going to be one hell of a show, hopefully, because I have the scoops on who will be filling in mystery slots that people are wondering. So, uh, We'll be discussing that tonight. We'll be answering uh, fan questions and all that fun stuff. But um, thank you, everybody, that's in the chat room, which is just Lori Henry. So uh, thanks, Lori, for always being a loyal friend and uh, whatnot. So uh, round of applause for Lori. I would would have uh, the applause emojis and stuff, but... uh, I don't have them pulled up, so uh, just visualize that, I guess. Uh, I hope the music is still working in the background. um, Because what is a show without music, right? So... EWA presents Best in the World 2016... uh, It is uh, live from Kurgan Hall in Bungyo, Tokyo, Japan. It is presented by People Power. And uh, starting off, we have the, uh, on top of the hour, the main event for the EWA Legendary Championship. We have the defending champion Omega. Versus Saint Hero versus J.W. Caliber. Staff member, Secretary of Staff member, Big Johnny, for those who are wondering who that is. Uh, we uh, have the EWA Best in the World Finals, where the winner is the number one contender to the Legendary Championship, Mr. Mirage versus the J.W.R.X. versus Mickey McKay. Uh, if we're wondering about who is the mysterious opponent, for uh, Miranda, who is defending her undisputed EWA Women's Championship in a Tokyo Crash match. And uh, I wonder who it is. Well, rest assured, that opponent is none other than Nikki Blade, as, uh, unfortunately, Karen Atwood and Bianca Atwood and others that... Uh, so backup plans A, B, C, D, and E were uh, put, but, you know, I always have backups on top of backups, so Nikki Blade is in the championship slot. After that, we have the uh, EWA Genesis Championship, and St. Hero is defending against the mystery opponent so who's the mystery opponent? Well, we are going to give that shot 
to none other than Kirk Hamilton. That's right. If you know, yeah, Kirk Hamilton, uh, who recently debuted the last show, uh, he's apparently the white African awesome, so he is getting that shot. And uh, he probably won't know this because he's not looking into it live. So Lori has the scoop. You should feel special. <laughs> uh, EWA Squadron Championship uh, in a Devil 30-30 match. Uh, the Sanguine Blitz Street versus the Inversions. And uh, we have the EWA Battalion Championship as Sinrear defends in a Wicked Extreme backstage scrambles match for false count anywhere, pinfalls and submissions and KOs. Count every new page or new champion is crowned. So will Finra be lucky enough to survive? Um, we'll see. Uh, so uh, after we get... Um, all that EWA stuff out of the way. Uh, let's hit up my ass guessing where I got a multitude of questions from uh, Jennifer here. So, questions. Uh, Uh, let's see here. Do I feel that anyone who messes up is beyond redemption? Such as, do I feel that if X happened, nothing I can do about it is just poor morale or just applied? And um, my response was, according to religion, if you give yourself up to the sky, genie, everything you've done in your life will be washed clean from me. I am a petty motherfucker that holds grudges, so I mean, I'm not saying that if people mess up, they're beyond redemption, but it's also case-by-case basis. So I like to think that people on Gaia know that I am a guy that would give a multitude of chances, even if I despise you or, you know, allegedly despise you. Uh... uh. There appears to be an increasing stigmata against so-called, air quote, elite art role players. Usually any account with uh, 2,000 plus followers is deemed an asshole elitist. Do I believe that that is a justified notion or is that or is this stigmata simply hurting those that have worked hard to build something up for, myself, for themselves? Um, I really don't consider those people elite role players because in my opinion, elite role players are... They uh, put their um, money where their mouth is and uh, put on stories that make you believe in the people that you're portraying. So, I mean, they're able to masterfully weave stories. The ones that uh, you probably are referring to, they can't do that. And um, they uh, post pictures of uh, kids and asses and they get followers. But... um, if you don't believe me, I mean, you could uh, just go ahead and try it yourself, and I guarantee you, if you get the right person to retweet you, you'll get followers up. Yeah, but um, 
Whereas if something like the people that I perceive to be elite role players, if they were to um, post a solo story or something like that, not many people are going to give them the time of day to read it. But uh, boobs, everyone's going to fucking go for that. But um, for me personally, I worked hard to get to where I am. I mean, I've had my account on Twitter for over eight years. Um, and at the beginning, I've had about 15,000 followers, but I asked most of them because, I mean, I, I just got tired of the fake accounts, the Lokis and all the other shit. So um, now I'm down to a little over 3,000, but um, I rebuilt myself from the ground up. And then I can see someone who gets that amount, if not more, in two months from posting porn and fake. So that's just how it is. They're not elite. They're just spammers. Uh, Are there any writers from my past experience with Guy Online that I'd like to reconnect with and write with? Um, not really, no. Uh, most of the ones that I enjoy, I'm friends with on Facebook. Uh, yes, this is, includes the Trevors and the Jasons and the Lorries and the Mats and stuff like that. Um, and anyone else, I still pretty much talk to. I mean, I don't have King and Landry on Facebook. I don't have the Trents and the Cards on Facebook. Um, but I still talk to them um those that I pushed away, that's just simply because they stopped giving a fuck and I heard every excuse in the book. Um, I got just tired of getting shafted by people that I thought were friends, so I just, you know, I just got tired of it and said, fuck it. They're just not worth my time if they're not going to, you know, at least acknowledge my existence. So um, there you go. Um, people often criticize professional wrestling as being fake. Are there any misconceptions that I would like to clear up for those that think so. Um, there are no misconceptions, really. <laughs> um, those are, that's only the ignorance of people that have that notion. I mean, you watch movies, I mean, do you go, this is fake? No, you sit the fuck down and you suck the fuck up. What wrestlers do isn't fake. It's just choreographed. It's a show. The injuries are real. The athleticism is real. So, I mean, what if I don't drop someone on their head nearly as hard as what you see visually and what you think mentally? Wrestlers are more athletic than any other sport you see out there, simple as that. They put their bodies on the line for your entertainment. So, you know, shut the fuck up and watch a movie or something if it's not your cup of tea. I don't need to, you, you motherfuckers telling me that it's fake. Go watch your dumbass MMA shit. That only lasts like three hours because, I mean, well, three minutes or two minutes or 30 seconds or whatever, and you can waste your fucking 60 bucks on a 30-second fight where I can watch an entire spectacular for less than $10. Um, so, yeah. Um, is there anyone I'm glad to have met via roleplay? Um, I've met my wife slash fiancé through roleplay, so, I <laughs> mean, there is that. But I've met... Um, I'm always glad to meet those that I've role-played with on a more personal, out-of-character talk, even if I haven't met them face-to-face, because, I mean, some of the people I've formed friendships with over the years, I've never met them in person, but, you know, they're like family to me. Um, so it's good to know the person behind the characters for friendship and kinship, et cetera. Um, so, yeah. Uh, out of all my pet peeves, which is the strangest, um, I don't really have any pet peeves. Um, I have the that I find strange only because they can be logically explained. So, like for example, where I work at, um, 
there are some girls that like to help out and do my job for me, and I appreciate the motion and all that shit. But at the same time, I'm very good at what I do, and I'm fast. So if you're standing around waiting on, you know, waiting, uh, you know, it's just like, just move the fuck out of the way. Let me do my job because you're just standing, you know, around in my way. And, you know, I get it done faster if people are out of my way and let me get paid what, you know, let me do what I get paid to do. So, it was that. I mean, I don't like uh, slow people. And I'm not talking about mentally slow. I'm just talking about slow people that aren't able to be at my level as far as my job-wise. Um, not into the foot fetish thing, so I guess, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like um, when people don't have common sense or uh, shit like that, so there's that. Um, uh, what is the one characteristic that I hate about roleplay? Uh uh, the lack of effort. I don't expect anyone to do paragraph role plays. I mean, I don't expect people to compile a masterpiece of description and memorize a dictionary or a thesaurus or anything like that. But just a little effort. If I'm doing a paragraph, say, like five sentences, and you give me a single solitary word in response or even like a short sentence, that's bullshit. And it's insulting me and it's insulting you. I mean, I'm not telling you how to role play, but if you do that with me, I'm just not going to do it back to you. Simple as that. Um, uh, do I enjoy helping others improve within writing skills? Um, everybody has their own writing style. I mean, uh, I can't really tell you how to portray your characters or how to write. I mean, everybody has their own style. But, I mean, there are certain ways that you can, you know, I can assist you in writing, whether it's, you know, adding different words to your style that, you know, you know, instead of saying red, crimson would work or, you know, brick colored or something like that, you know. It, there are other ways to describe something you are aspiring to do. So, I mean, do I enjoy it? I mean, it's just a grammar thing to me. So, I mean, I can't really say I enjoy it so much as I'm compelled to do it. Uh, do I think having multiple partners on one account could be a mixture for trouble or jealousy amongst them? Yes. And I know this from a personal experience. So, uh, it's always going to lead to trouble no matter what. Um Would I prefer a machine or a perfect soldier? Uh, emotionless versus anger. Uh, machines are flawed. There is no perfect machine out there. So, and I don't think there is a, such a thing as perfection. So, it just depends on the situation. Really, I mean, is it a case of the Terminator versus you know some? Like RoboCop, I guess, would be the best answer because RoboCop would win hands down. I mean, this is already proven and it's because of uh, the human nature because machines are flawed and make mistakes. 
God. Uh, let me just do a quick sound check. Uh, Laura, are you still there, and are you still able to hear music, even if it's, like, brief? I mean, I am playing the, the Lone Wolf theme. Uh, okay, okay. So, not hearing music, much music, but the talking clear. Uh, that's because the music isn't up all the way. It's just enough to background noise. I mean, it's up for me, but background noise. Um, why is that? The reputations of good people get tarnished so easily with one mistake, while others, usually the antagonists, are people with less than stellar behaviors than social and case. Oh boy. Uh, uh, because people that are antagonists and less than stellar behaviors, they're expected to uh, not have much of a reputation. So while good people are, uh, it's like if a face turns heel, it's like, uh, my reputation's all muddy now because. You know, if you're good and you turn bad, suddenly, you know, not a lot of people are going to trust you. But if you're bad and continue to be bad, then people are just going to expect that. So that's why. Uh, If I recall, there was a question from Cartwright that I was going to answer a few days ago. But I said, nope, I'm going to save it for the show. And um, it's pretty much he was asking if uh, EWA and FD are the only two guilds out there that are active as far as wrestling. Um, yes, they are. Um, the sad thing is, I know the population of Gaia Wrestling. They do not like me. They really don't like Miranda. And they can say all they want, but they don't. Um, but here's the thing that I got to, you know, that I want to ponder to the people that are listening or eventually will listen. Is it because that you guys are in these guilds like FD and EWA that uh, you're in it because of the name of the guild and you want to, you know, succeed in a place that you didn't think you would despite, you know, people bringing you down or whatever or you're just too lazy to make your own guild despite the bitching and complaining about booking and shit. Because, uh, I know there's some people out there that try to make their own guilds and it didn't last very long, so I'm just going to swing that question. Is it a name brand thing or is it something else? So uh, while that sinks in, I'm going to pull up more questions. Um, How do I feel about people who take their fandoms to a very obsessive degree? Oh, boy. Well, those that don't know, the the Loki fangirls are what completely turned me off of the character completely. I used to enjoy the comics of uh, 
Thor and stuff where Loki was in it because I love the trickster god as far as, you know, how he was written. And then the Avengers movie came out. And the Thor movie, well, the Thor movie came out and the Avengers movie came out and it's just, you know, they portray this character as, you know, uh, what was it? A gay, submissive character who's constantly in love with you know, alternate versions of himself or his brother, and that's, you know, completely far from the character that's in Marvel and in mythology, so. Uh, what's the best idea for a story I've ever come up with? Um, there were certain things in Marvel that I came up with that uh, I'm glad got to see published. And as far as the Dark Reign goes, um, if you read Avengers Academy, I believe it's issue 11 where the uh, Taskmaster and Finesse fight happened. Uh, that, one's my, that one's me. Um, The Taskmaster Moon Knight one, I contributed a part of, but not, you know, most of the things. Uh, but, yeah, um, CJ helped out with, but as far as um, stuff I've done on Gaia or uh, other role-play sites, um, I've posted many solos about uh, the best idea for stories I came up with as far as um, that goes. Uh, Gaia-wise... Uh, there's a few Full Metal Alchemist stuff that, uh, original Full Metal Alchemist role plays that I used to do that, uh, were pretty awesome as far as, uh, Kimongi Light and stuff goes, um, Gaia stuff, um, can't really say because every year is really different, but, uh, maybe this year will be probably the best idea I've had for storyline but you know it's just hard to get motivated on Gaia so there's that uh, do I believe in proper afterlife no I don't believe in a heaven or hell I don't believe in a nirvana or anything like that uh, Valhalla or anything like that once you die you die that's just what I believe in so sorry for those that are disappointed uh, have I encountered the paranormal uh, kind of. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, we mo- I moved into a, uh, a trailer and we didn't have power set up. Uh, and I kept seeing images flash on my uh, TV screen, but there was no power. The TV wasn't plugged in and anything. And there was like a, a guy's face in the TV screen. So I don't know if that counts, but uh, yeah. Uh, Who are my favorite writers on Twitter? Pretty much all the ones that I follow. (laughs) Uh, What do I believe breeds general discontent and conflicts of people? Three things. Religion, politics, and money. Uh, which one of my characters was hard, the hardest to develop? Uh, 
the easy answer would be um, saying that playing established characters like your Spider-Mans or your Batmans are easy to play, and for the most part they are. But playing them well is harder than playing an original character. For example, knowing the lore of a character that's been established is essential, and one simply can't pick up one comic or watch one movie to know all there is about a character within with, that has 60 years or, of history. It's impossible. I mean, but if you make your own character, that's different. I mean, I'm all for putting a creative spin on a pre-existing established character, but let's face it, if you put a dick on a character that doesn't have one, then you know nothing about that character and you're an asshole. Uh... How do I feel about writers that write in an overly pedantic manner? By that, I mean uh, their prose is so over-the-top, flowery, and very obviously double-dipped in the thesaurus that becomes both dramatically and contextually absurd. Um, it means they're trying too hard. Like the characters I portray, for the most part, are more articulated uh, intellectual-wise than that of the normal. However... That's merely because of what they represent. It doesn't mean I don't do the whole over-the-top double-dip thesaurus speech because I prefer a healthy medium between understanding a conversation from an outside point of view. Basically, I want to be understandable to almost every person that isn't a complete fuckwit. Uh, Do I believe in role-play genres, and if so, what are the main differences I've noticed between the genres of role-plays role I've taken, partaken in? Um, I don't really pay attention to the role-play genres because they constantly change all the time. There's so many standards set by people. I mean, uh, people will role-play what's in simply because they want to feel accepted um, or simply because they want a quick fix or some stupid shit like that, like the whole Fudinari things or the Finn boys or whatever. I mean, it's just a fad simply because people, you know, are into that shit. Or, you know, guys are into in the chicks with dicks. I don't know. Um, What do I think are objectively worse? Left-wing extremists or right-wing extremists? Uh, aren't they both the same? <laughs> I mean, they kind of are both the same. <laughs> Terrell telling himself Street never counts. Never. Even if he, you know, legitimately won uh, Hell and Cell, it doesn't count towards the streak only because, you know, it got broken. Simple as that. What do I like to talk about the most? Uh, I guess it depends on the person I'm with. I mean, I, I like talking about wrestling, uh, my role plays. Uh, uh, Power Rangers and Super Sentai is always a plus. And Common Writers, um, it just depends on, you know, who I'm with. If it's with Phoenix, we'll talk about, you know, whatever. We like making fun of certain people that have wronged us and shit. So, uh yeah, it might be bad or whatever, but, you know, it helps, you know, forget, well, it helps, you know, remembering remembering them in a different light than how we uh, left off. So there's that. Um, what are my favorite types of stories? Uh, 
always like mysteries and horror stories. Uh, something that can keep your interest, you know, and keep you drawn in into a story is always, you know, something that sucks you in. Um, it's always to me best because, you know, those types of stories you want to, you know, subconsciously solve a case or whatever on your own. And then when you find out, you know, that you're completely wrong, you know, it makes you uh, think more. What do I think defines human qualities? Uh, not like not acting like a monster, you know, generally caring for your own kind and stuff like that. And not being like the person whose music I'm playing where, you know, you murder your family and then kill yourself by, you know, hanging yourself. Uh, so if you couldn't hear it, I'm actually playing Kristen Marcy. <laughs> uh, maybe I should change that. <laughs> uh, I think that's all the ones she gave me. Well, fuck. Uh... You know, Miss Lori's got some questions or whatever. I mean, what is Krona doing right now on Gaia? He is uh, currently beating the show out, shit out of Cyrus Everblaze, defending his uh, pure championship because Cyrus is not putting forth an effort. And uh, he's also teaming with uh, Yukari, and, you know, he's fighting the inversion for the WWSC tag title, so there's that. Um, if I can choose one of the two matches to win... And be the tag net. Uh, let's see if we can get anybody else on because they just missed a couple of scoops. But I don't think anybody's going to show up because they uh, are lazy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dana Brooke joins the main roster in WWE. And uh, good, I guess. I mean, it's more tits and shit, but, you know, it, I didn't really like her too much in uh, NXT. So maybe she uh, does something. Oh, they're doing a TNA versus WWE angle in the Evolve where uh, Ethan Carter III and uh, Drew Galloway are shooting on NXT and Triple H and shit while on um, uh, on Evolve. So, and it's uh, Galloway and EC3 versus uh, Johnny Gargano and TJ Perkins. 
um, uh, EC3 is a very classy guy. I mean, I met him in person, and uh, he's pretty fucking awesome. So, um, Uh, I mean, I could talk about the bus flip that happened in uh, WWE where, like, eight people got fired. Uh, Hornswoggle, good riddance. Uh, El Trito, no one cared. Uh, Cameron, shouldn't run her fucking mouth, I mean, honestly. And she's a useful talent anyways. Uh, Wade Barrett. The guy has potential, but he kept getting fucking hurt all the goddamn time. So, it will. Um, Alex Riley, uh, that dude fucking deserved it. And uh, Zed Coulter, they weren't using him anyways. Uh, Damien Sandow was the only real loss. I mean, he could have... He, God has so much fucking potential. I mean, he could have been a manager for the Wadjoans or something because he practically had that gimmick. Already, um, so. Uh. Oh. Uh, The Rock's going to be in the Jumanji remake. Uh. I, I fucking shit about rock movies. I really have. Uh. It's just hard to give a shit about rock movies. Um, who do I see as the next EWA uh, legendary champion? Provided uh, Omega doesn't, you know, hold on to it for a long time. Um, provided Omega holds on to it, you know, uh, I can easily see Xavier X take it. Um, I could easily see Hero be the next champion. Um, anybody at any given time could easily be the next champion as far as the, the EWA Legendary Championship goes. So, uh, but I would, you know, wasn't that man is either be Hero or Xavier X, or maybe Finrear. I mean, he does have an instant title shot, so. What do I think about these accounts that say retweet if you want to fuck me or something like that? Uh, Just fucking stop. Honestly, just fucking stop. We all know you're not going to do it, and it's just fucking clickbait. So just, you know, stop being a goddamn attention whore. And, you know, then put forth the effort to role play instead of being a goddamn cunt. So. Uh,
and trying not to make this a train wreck like it was last week, but it's it, it's coming out to be that way, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I do it for the community. I, like, I do the show for the community, and I want more people to be involved in it, and I appreciate those that are actually spending their time to listen, you know, and... Uh, But, I mean, I do this because, I mean, I've never been much of a talker. I mean, I, I'm always the quiet guy as far as, you know, personally and shit like that. So I'm trying to um, be a better talker for myself and shit like that. So, I mean, I do it for that and I do it for the community because, I mean, no one else has a radio show out there anymore like they used to. There's no uh, EW radio. There's no G-Fed wrestling and there's no Salem says and... You know, I mean, I'm not going to beg people to um, join the show. If you want to join the show, you know, I'll I'll ask and shit like that. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to beg or stuff like that. So I'm not going to be the sailors and shit. I mean, I'm not going to be the heroes and just beg people to be on the show. If you want to be on, be on. If not, I'm just going to find something to talk about. And that's all there is to it on that. Will Krono's other kids, will Krono's kids be um, more heavily shown on Gaia? I, I tried it, but I mean, the seed that we, I had planned for the kids, uh, unfortunately, the guy left, and then another guy left and shit like that, and I'm just tired of putting forth effort for people that, you know, clearly don't want it or clearly aren't showing it to me, so... Uh, simple as that. I'm just tired of putting forth effort for people. Uh, which one of my characters would I bring back on Gaia? Um, I want to do more with Alistair. Uh, I want to do more with Lynn, but at the same time, I still have unfinished business with Chrono, and I have a big storyline plan for him eventually if that turns out well. Even there I'm just gonna be role playing with myself like I normally do. <laughs> hey, uh what do you mean by okay, Lori? <laughs> and while I wait for Lori to type uh what he meant by uh dot 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 okay dot 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 um I'll just find more shit to do. <laughs> uh, oh, my little rant about the show, yeah. Um, I don't think it's more of a rant. I mean, I, I just, you know, I want to bring, like, more... Um, how do I say it uh, in the best way? Um more eyes on the community that we have, or, um, so to speak, because people, when they listen to Hero Show or they listen to uh, Salem Show, those people, you know, talk about the uh, cards and who's going to win and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And uh, that's all fine and good, but I want to get to know the person, the characters, the I mean, anybody can go, uh, 
know, who wins this and who wins that and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, what drives you, what motivates you? I want to know. Um, and what better person to do it than, you know, the originator of the uh, community, the guy that, while his opinions aren't really, you know, acknowledged and respected, you know, people are at least going to be like, hey, Chrono is doing something, you know. And while they're they're going to bash me, you know, publicly and shit like that, they're going to ask about my uh, shit behind the scenes. Uh, you know, if I ask someone to be on the show, that's fine, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to ask, but I'm not going to beg. That's the thing. I mean, I know they'll beg people to be on the show, but, I mean, I'm not going to ask or beg. I mean, I'll ask. And if you want to be on, cool. If you're not, you know, I'll find something, you know. You know, there's always a plan B. There's always a plan C, D and E, and all all that fun stuff. So... Uh, best pickup line I've heard. Uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I I don't really get picked up on because I kind of got somebody. Uh, yes, apparently Phoenix said that means uh, I'm hers. But if she was on the show, she could say it for herself, so I'm just saying. Don't I yell it I don't know. I mean, you could always call in if you want. I mean, we can always talk about shit. You like to talk. <laughs> well, if you call in, that's cool. <laughs> I love you, too. Okay. <laughs> talk about shit. Yes. We will talk about shit. Will we get another exclusive Phoenix interview? Who knows? But if she's going to talk, she might want to do it in the other room. She keeps flipping me off for those that don't know. That's what she does. That is her universal response to anything I do bad to her. She'll flip me off. I didn't do anything to her. That's just what she does. She's still doing it. <laughs> uh, Young love my ass. I'm not that much younger than you. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, I was talking to Lori. He said young love, and I'm not that much younger than him. So, um, Another question. Uh, if I could recommend a common writer series to show anybody, what, what would it be? Um... If you're just getting into Common Rider, Gaim, G-A-I-M, would be the one to watch as far as, uh, but um, if you're in the more cop shit, uh, drive. So, uh, 
yeah, uh, Gamer Drive. Um, Dino, if you're into comedy, uh, D-E-N hyphen O. Um, if you're into twists and turns, uh, O's, uh, O-O-O-S would be another one. Speaking of which, uh, Common Rider Drive's theme song is playing in the background, so there's that. Uh, favorite Super Sentai series, Gokaiger. But, um, I did like Kiryu-Jir and, uh, Go Busters. I did enjoy those Busters a lot. Um, uh, Ninja was hard to get into other things that, uh, so, yeah. Uh, Favorite Power Rangers season in space and time force. Sorry, I mean, I know there's people that are go Mighty Morphin for life and shit like that, but uh, given space and time force to try. Don't know if Phoenix is joining me on the call or not, but we shall see. And until then, you're more than welcome to beat me with your walker, uh, Lori. But uh, good luck. But I prefer it if uh, Bianca or Karen did it. Whoa! What did I think about the May 9th edition of Monday Night Raw for 2016? I fell asleep twice. <laughs> uh, what, uh, how was Civil War? Civil War was fucking awesome. I mean... I saw it already, but uh, I, uh, Phoenix and I went earlier, and uh, it's better in theaters than watching it on the computer. So uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but at the very beginning of the movie, pay attention to that scene, and it's going to hit you right in the fucking heart if you watch it towards the end. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Spider-Man is awesome in that movie. The best Spider-Man that uh, has been portrayed in theaters. Um, am I Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Team Cap. Uh, no, I'm not going to say who wins the fight in Civil War. Because uh, in hindsight, you know, in comics and in the movies, no one really won. <laughs> I don't know what kind of energy drink this is. Uh, gridlock, but it's fucking amazing. It's like a generic off-brand monster. It's called Gridlock, and it's fucking amazing. Woo, Phoenix is on chat. Uh, let me unmute you. Hello. Hey. Uh, let me turn my headset up here. 
Um, hello, hello, hello. Hello. Uh, so confirm or deny, there is music playing, right? Yes, confirm. Okay. So this is probably what we're going to have to do from now on is use the big-ass speaker that you bought. The big-ass speaker? Yeah, the big-ass speaker. That's doing the Christmas lights in green and blue and red and shit. Oh, okay. So, uh, Phoenix. Let me take you off my uh, Bluetooth headset because I'm having trouble hearing you. Five seconds. No, the speaker is not shaped like a big ass. It is actually a giant uh, rectangle. It's, uh, I want to say three feet tall. It's not more. Three or four feet. Actually, I was referring to the one around my neck. Yeah, uh, Lori said in the chat that the speaker is shaped like a big ass, and I'm like, you know, it's a giant rectangle that's about three or four feet tall. Actually, you know, that would be the neighbor's speaker, not ours. We have way much more class than that. Oh, yeah, their speaker looks like a piece of shit. I mean, a literal piece of shit. So, um, how was Civil War? Was it everything that you imagined and more? Implying that I imagined something. I mean, I did not the whole storyline coming. I'm like, oh, Bucky's back. Nice. Because um, it complete, it's completely different from the comics. That would imply I read them. Okay, well, I, I used to have the Civil War comics, but, I mean, it's completely different from the comics for those that are uh, curious about it. Not that anybody really is. <laughs> uh, because Scarlet Witch is not in Civil War... Um, Hawkeye is kind of dead during that time. But, yeah, it's completely different, so... Is your name a sweater this? What I mean, it's, uh... Is it your favorite Marvel movie so far, or what? <laughs> the struggle is real. I don't know, but it's probably pretty close up there. I mean, it, if anything, I would put it a strong number two. I mean, I would probably go Winter Soldier by like a, a half a point and then do uh, Civil War and then do Avengers if, you know. And then, you know, obviously uh, Guardians of the Galaxy simply because of, uh, of reasons. <laughs> oh, my God, you wouldn't shut up during that movie. He seriously quote, quoted the whole thing. And I'm pretty sure I, I looked dead at you at the scene where Gamora was about to kiss Star-Lord, and I said, shut up. <laughs> this movie with this man, he'll talk all the way through it, and he'll talk the movie. <laughs> all right, so uh, I already answered some of these questions, so I'm just going to fire some of these off at you simply because, I mean, I don't think we're going to get into much Gaia stuff. Okay. Because uh, what's there to tell about... Uh, Phoenix Fire on Gaia that most people don't already know. Uh, let's see which one's off. What's the best idea for a story you've ever come up with? Me? Yeah. I mean, of course, the you know, everybody knows the toddler drop bit, but 
I think the one, the most recent one that I really poured a lot of imagination into wasn't really a story. It was an entrance because I was trying to think the whole time how to hide that it was Phoenix Fire when we totally knew it was Phoenix Fire. Um, well, you, you know, the one I think it was Brawl at the Beach or something, and I did that burnout in the Dodge Challenger Hell, Hellcat and then beat the shit out of the Safari Jeep with a bat. That was fun. I liked it. Let's do hey, it again. Um, What are your favorite type of stories to read? I think I like drama. Drama stories. Um Okay, I know this one's going to hit you in the field for a second, or not really in the field, but I, I kind of know your response to it. But uh, how do you feel about people who take their fandoms to a very obsessive degree? It, what was that question again? Like, how do you feel about people who take their fandoms to a very obsessive degree? And I'll give you an example, the, the Loki fangirls. Seriously, calm down. Jesus, calm your tits. Um... <laughs> I'd say the same people, same to people who, I can't even remember who they pair him with, but the fan, the erotic fan fiction I have, I know is out there on the internet somewhere with Davey Havoc. Not that I would read it because I've heard some oh, gag-worthy shit about it. But, I mean, if you're writing that, you know, if, if that gets your jollies off, more power to you. But some of y'all nasty. Yeah. Uh, out of your uh, characters you've portrayed, whether they're you know whether they're established characters like your Spider-Mans and Batmans or your original characters like Phoenix, uh, which one was the hardest to develop? I think the hard, definitely the hardest to develop was Phoenix, because I mean. I don't think I could really con- the the people that I've role played before her in like one off RPs couldn't really compare because you put the stuff in the form you post it and then you go from there and they're done in a couple months. But Phoenix Fire, yeah, I stole her profile from an old RP, but I I literally raised her up from the ground and yeah, start you know. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Um, had to get that reference in. Um, but, yeah, I, I put so much into her. I don't think I really just went out just to do anything. And I, I had to pour a lot of I've, I've had to pour a lot of thought into anything I've done with her. Okay. Um, so, like... Um... What is one char- characteristic you hate about role-playing? And uh, for me, I, I put the lack of effort, you know, as far as, like, um, you put so much into something and then people are like, nope, I'm just going to respond with, like, a, a sentence or a word. And you're like, son of a bitch, why did I waste my time on that? So what about you? Oh, yes. One-liners piss me off. Because what people don't realize, while that may work for them, You've got to consider the style of the person that you're working with and think, you know, okay, you know, what hints am I going to drop in this post to see where they'll take it? You, it, it everything has, If you're going to be in an RP, no matter where, whether it's G-fetting, 
go, or whatever the hell else. Mm-hmm. There, it has to be a give and take process. It can't be a give and no sell process. Uh, Lori said he's sorry, by the way. (laughs) What? Lori said he's sorry, by the way. (laughs) Okay. I think he's one of the ones that uh, does the one sandwich throw place. (laughs) But certain people you can overlook, you know? I mean, he does more than one. He does more than one line. I'm talking about, you know, John hit Marty over the the head with a chair. And just, you know, it's like, where the hell do I go with this? And, you know, I, I want to know how how they hit him over the head with a chair. You know, what, how, you know, how, what the, what the emotions are behind that, which there doesn't necessarily have to be emotions behind everything, but particularly sensations like, one thing I put a lot of in Phoenix's post is what she sees, what she feels. You know, physical stuff doesn't always have to be feelings. Um, just you, it's something that allows you to get into her head. Because that, with anything I've read, I get the most satisfaction out of being able to get in the character's head. And I, I would like to think my readers do the same. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Um, is there anyone uh, you are glad to have met via role play? I mean, for me, I put you, but it's like I mean, I've met other people through role plays that I've never met face to face. So how about how about you? Well, you of course, but um, oh my God, the whole G seven community. Because I mean, Landry, let's be honest, um, or rather, Landort. That's not going to die, Landort. We're still going to call you Landort. I'm not giving that up. I, I don't um, even think he listens to the show. I mean, and why should why shouldn't he? I mean, you're kind of an asshole if you don't listen to crow calls. I mean, I'm just saying you're kind of an asshole. But but Landort is an asshole anyway. I mean, whoa! All <laughs> due respect, Landort. All due respect. Oh, he doesn't need our respect. I mean, yeah, you're right. He dropped me over a fucking bridge. He's too busy changing shitty diapers, and that is, that's exactly what he deserves. A big heaping pile of shit. <laughs> but no, seriously, congratulations. But yeah, seriously. You know what do? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. Of course, everybody else in the community, but other than Landry um, and you... Matt Shanahan was one of the first real people I got to know. He's pretty cool. Um, I don't know who, what, who else I could really say. I mean, um, I cough, love you all. Lori Cough. Cough, Lori Cough. <laughs> Poor Lori. <laughs> I'm just saying, Lori's pretty awesome. Even if he wasn't in this chat room, I'd still be saying it. Why do I keep thinking about some kind of stew comment whenever I think Lori? <laughs> we love you, Lori. <laughs> I mean, he's the only one that's kind of not an asshole because he's actually here and experiencing 
the awesomeness that is crew calls live. I mean, if you don't listen to crow calls, you're kind of an asshole. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I understand that some people, you know, are busy during the live cast, and that's cool. But you can always play it back anytime. But if you don't, you're kind of an asshole. Asshole. So, um, uh, are there any writers from your past experience with uh, Gaia that you uh, you'd like to reconnect with and uh, write again with? Uh? So you're asking me who I'd like to write with in the end. Yeah, like if you know, like the the past people that you know you're not exactly writing with now or whatever. Would you like to do something again with? I mean, let's see. I mean, I'd like to write with Matt again. I'd like to write with you again. I'd like to write with Landry again. But somebody I I, I guess I have sort of loose ends with that I really want to write with again is Marty Bump. Um. Because I remember, you remember, she was Landry's thing right about the time I got dropped, dropped off the bridge. Yeah. And, um... She seems to have disappeared again. Uh, oh. Lori, Lori is trying to dial in. Uh, come at me. Come at me, uh, bro. Come at us, broski. Come at us, broski. You know, I'll pull up your theme song on cue, and it's not exactly the, uh... The uh, one you're thinking of. I mean, I got the power of uh, Bluetooth and uh, a tablet here. I'll totally do it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Phoenix can hear music all the way from the other room. <laughs> oh, yes, I I can. And these lights are, are pretty on the speaker. I'm just saying, for those that can't see it. Best $40 at Dollar General I've ever spent. I think they're making the room shake. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, wait a minute. Be right back. Have to step away. Away from keyboard. B-R-B. A-F-K. No, no, no. I mean, I think, uh, if I remember right, this is a major favorite uh, Sentai show, which is a Gosei Sentai Die Ranger. Uh, I, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it is. And it's uh, pretty awesome. I just, oh, Lori's on the call, so uh, let me... Uh, there you are. You brought what? this on yourselves. Did we? I, <laughs> did we? I mean, I mean, we were going to give him compliments all night. I mean, I'm saying that you're not kind of an asshole. Doesn't I mean, matter. All right, you <laughs> shit. Here we go. Does it? Does it matter? You see what I did? No, but I, I pulled up Baron Corbin's scene just for you. Oh, that's so sweet. I think I'm getting yeah. a cavity. Doesn't mean he is the lone wolf as far as, you know, real life goes. But, uh, 
as far as our little Gaia community goes. Welcome to the podcast, Rory Henry, the lone wolf. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, what's happening, Rory? Not much. Been just been listen, listening in, and well, I think you kind of need some help. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, most of the other people that aren't in this chat room, they're kind of an asshole. I mean, you know. Most of the people in this chat room are kind of an asshole, so it's just no, me, most you, and that aren't that aren't in this chat room are kind of assholes. Oh. you know, ah, because they could be supporting, you know, the guy that helped created the community, the guy that's helping keeping the community alive. But no, they gotta, you know, sleep or they gotta work or they gotta watch Camp WWE or something like that. They have other things to do than support. Well. Oh. Oh, there's my cat. <laughs> I mean, screw their personal lives. Yes, screw it. Screw it all. They, they, could be, they could be getting interviewed. They could be, you know, listening to awesome music or, you know, they could have, you know, they could get pushed more if, you know, their characters, you know, were more, how I want to say, you know, known as far as, people get to actually know their characters from the people that create them and shit like that, but no. Well, one of the benefits for them is that they get to uh, get to hear this afterwards. The so wonders of recording. Of I mean, they're they're still kind of an asshole. <laughs> you're, you're you're don't think this is the wrong way. You're all, no matter what, you're just going to say to anyone that's not on the show that's not listening or on the chat is going to be an asshole no matter what. Though. So. Well, well, not exactly. Uh, Jennifer, who uh, did supply me with like a, a ton of questions, she's not an asshole. I mean, even though she portrays uh, herself to be a wolf as far as uh, Rolfe goes, I mean, I, I'm not going to call her a bitch, even though she, her character essentially is kind of a bitch, as far as, you know, the technical sense of the term, so. Well. <laughs> but she, she she does listen in on the, uh, the show after, you know, it's downloaded, but she does have school in the morning and shit, and it's final for her, so, I mean, she gets a pass oh, this once. <laughs> a free pass. But anyway, uh, but anyway, so yeah, been listening, uh, listening in. Oh wait, uh uh-uh. hey, I'm a few time caller, long time fan. Uh. <laughs> I, if it wasn't for the fact that the it remembers my number, I was actually going to call in and just act like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was. Be- I think that was. Like, but uh, unfortunately for some people, I mean, I kind of know where they are. So when it says like their area, like uh, Minnesota or something like that, I'll be, oh, that's Dion. Or New Jersey, it would either be Trevor or it would be uh, Hiro. Um, Michigan would be Miranda, if you would ever call. And then you got Texas, which is uh, Dallas and Major, if they would call. But uh, I, I pretty much know where people are from through uh, underhanded methods or just Facebook, I guess. Yeah, that's or- that always works. Because, like, North Carolina is myself in Phoenix, so. 
But for yeah. you, it doesn't even show. So. <laughs> yeah, that's because I'm already that's as I'm already set up. Yeah, yeah. As as, as basically being the only one to favor your uh, channel. That's well, yeah. Um, apparently, uh, uh, yeah. That we ate popcorn. It was bad popcorn at the movies. Um, apparently, I got a notification on Twitter that uh, Time Force Blue Ranger and uh, the second Mighty Morphin Red Power Ranger are going to be XCon next weekend. So yeah, who of course I'm going to be meeting. And uh, Katrina from Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um, so, how excited for you uh, for your uh, second con, Phoenix? <laughs> uh, I'm excited to get out of the state. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we're going to uh, shitty old Myrtle Beach. And fuck North Carolina. <laughs> and I live here, so just. Keep that in mind. Um, and you've got to remember, you lived in Myrtle Beach. I didn't. I actually like going somewhere there's something to do because, get this, we have to drive 30 minutes to a movie theater. Yeah. Whereas where I used to live, I could just walk, well, it would take me 30 minutes to walk to said movie theater. But it's we like don't have a shopping mall. Not that I shop, but... Uh, the like, nearest one is like what, like two towns over or something? Like Greensboro. Ocala doesn't count. Ocala's okay. been dead for like years, but people walk around it still. Yeah, High uh, Sweet University okay. bought it out. I mean, it's just sitting there basically. Oh, there is a question that I was going to ask Lori that I didn't ask him in the interview. Um,. Oh, dear fucking Lord. No, 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 no. It's nothing bad. It, it was just something that uh, piqued my curiosity. Uh, oh, no. That, play, uh, that's, the one I, that's the one I'm afraid of. That's one. No, no, no. Okay. So, like, we used to play uh, ZOMG together before they uh, shut it down. So, um, oh. you were always the healer. The healer. So, uh, why did you decide to be that role instead of, you know, the uh, guns blazing guy? Um, because like it or because like it or not, I knew if I w- was the healer, I basically am guaranteed in, to any party. Yeah. Like yeah. as soon as I say he, like, because like it or not, as much as I like to be guns blazing, I know uh, everybody wants to be guns blazing. Yeah. But yeah. How many? How many of the? All of a sudden, how many of them are going to need? Medic! Medic! Ah! But, like, um, you seem to do that in, like, other role plays, because I have, like, uh, creeped on other people's profiles just, you know, to get a good feel about what they do outside of, you know, the guy wrestling scene, and you've been a medic in, you know, role play. So is that something that you tend to do, or...? It, I take a different... Like, I take for... It's like... Ever since I played the first Final Fantasy and you found that about White Mage, I've always been more for the healing magic, but I've always taken every character I make takes like a different standard when it goes to that one. Like, yeah, I got my stereotypical happy, peaceful White Mage, uh, happy, peaceful White Mage, and all that stuff. I but I also have one that's like, so okay, I've seen I've seen shit that you 
would give you friggin' nightmares. <laughs> but yet here I am going to, I'm going to put your limbs back together. Might not be in the right place, but they will be back together. And, um, okay, like, so, um, I want to talk about Finra for a second. Uh, oh, dear Lord. Know, <laughs> so, like, we, we know how he, uh, came about. And, uh, like, the scoop is, uh, I kind of inspired the name, I want to say. I mean, I, I was calling him Prince Finrear for a while there, but, uh, why is he, like, wearing a lucha mask? Is that because of uh, his father, or is it just because it's something you wanted to try that was different? Well, he's not actually wearing a mask. He's just wearing, like, the eye thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he's still got well, part of his face covered. See, well, when I first put uh, put him out there, I really didn't... Uh, I wasn't planning on associating him with any of the characters any of my characters yet. Yeah. So, for the most part, if, except for those in the know, people would, would think, okay, this is a, this is a completely different, this is just a, some generic character, but then all of a sudden, hey, he's, he's look who, he, who he's related to. So far, right. so far, I mean, I, I but, would say that Finry has gotten pretty far, considering he's been around for a short, you know, amount of time. Oh, most definitely. And do you think um, it helps that uh, you have more experience playing Lori, so you have more, you know, of an understanding about how things go now compared to how she went back then, or is it just because oh. Lori is different, and uh, you know, you got. You probably feel that you got in scale playing, you know, Lori as compared to somebody completely new. No, it's just that. Um, well, the thing is, is that you have to re- uh, realize that basically they're they're very Karen and Fenrir are basically variations of basically like what if characters, like what if the uh, like. What if Lori was actually a female wrestler, or what if he was instead of a a somewhat heavyweight, he was like a a high flyer or or yeah. something? That's like I, when I first made, when I first made him, I I always wondered, okay, well, like before I chose the move sets that he uses, it's like. I actually toyed around with okay, what if he was a lucha? What if he was a luchador? Or what if he was? What if he was a super heavyweight, like Big Bear? Okay, um, I'm going to shoot a question to Phoenix. You, you on? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so hi. Like, um, <laughs> hi. Um, <laughs> while we still had like a big community compared to now. Uh, we explored other role plays. Like I know you and Landry started up the X Men role play and stuff like that. Um, I want to get your start out there. He started it while we were still doing G setting. Yeah, but uh, what I was getting at is um, what made you uh, inspired to start it, and then um, what do you think it? You know, why do you think it ended so quickly? In your opinion? Well, we were we. I think what Landry was trying to achieve was activity. And 
you know, just letting us have fun and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, I think what made it, you know, trickle off and die was that we're all busy doing other things, whether it be in the role-playing community or offline. And I would have loved to continue those RPs, but, you know, when you're the only person who's really contributing and there might be one other person, it, it gets old after a while. Especially when it's a role play designed to function with multiple people. You can't support a multiple person RP with just two people. Mm-hmm. So, do you think, like, so activity played a factor, or is it just because uh, people want to continue what they were doing? At, uh, both. I mean, a little column A, a little column B. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, um, if there was a chance to bring it back, would you, like, you know, try a different story or try to continue what you did? That's the thing. We tried two different stories, so I'm not confident either would work. Um, I mean, the second one, I would really, really want to continue um, because I think it was, yeah, I think it was the one where I came up with Nightcrawler's da- daughter being an assassin. Not Nightcrawler's daughter from the comics. This was one I created myself. Yeah. And just went through... Yeah, it's the one RP where I had her run through the middle of freaking New York to where Dr. Strange's house was and you know she's been oh, the, shot uh, by centurion. Yeah, um, like there was an address for it and everything I found on Google. And yeah, it's an I actual had, address too. Yeah, and I had her run through like some of the busiest streets on the way toward that from where she got shot. Obviously, in sight of full humans. You know, and in full sight of humans, this blue mutant is bouncing all over the fucking place, and she's bleeding all over shit. And, like, I think I tried to uh, get a Stan Lee cameo in there. Um, I think I did. I'm not sure. But that was one I really wanted to continue but didn't um, because, you know, everybody else stopped. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to shoot one to Lori real fast. Uh, obviously, our community is small compared to, you know, what it used to be. So uh, aside from, let's say, life, you know, uh, as far as, like, school and work goes, uh, why do you think it's so small compared to what it used to be? Could be that uh, people can't uh, keep, can't uh, put side grudges, maybe? All right. Uh, what about you, Phoenix? Uh, same question. And the question was? Um, well, you remember how our community used to be, like, big and thriving, and if we take away, like, say, life, as far as an excuse goes, you know, like, work and school, why do you think it's, like, so small now? It's just people lost interest. Okay. Um, well, what would you guys do to try and build it back up? I mean, if you had the power to, obviously. I don't, uh, we'll, think, yeah. I don't think 
stuff I would try is already been tried before. Like, I'd offer, like, you know, how Landry did those X-Men RPs on the side. So, you know, because if you do one thing all the time, you're 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 going to burn out. You're not going to have as strong of a creative muscle. You need an outlet, which that's not to say RP is the only outlet. It's, it can help to write something different. And with that being said, um, I think... See, because I'm trying to think of how I'm, I'm going to put this. I think what else I would have I would do is maybe put more people together and let them. Is that in that song? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I mean, put pair people together and just let them have that and tell them come up with a storyline. Come back to me when you come up with something. Uh, same question, Lori. Oh, sorry. Are you still going? I don't know that that would do any good. No, I'm going. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about you, Lori? Okay. There has to be a little bit of a trust factor involved. And I'm going to actually bring up something that you did. Mm-hmm. You remember when, for your women's title, it came down to, uh, uh, what was it? The one that Melissa ended up taking, Melissa... Yeah, um, Eliza and um, that transistite girl, whatever her name is. Uh, I don't know. Well, well, one of Jamie Lynn's characters and Eliza. Yeah. Anyway. Personally, I think you really should have let them go at it. Well, um, if you read their match, they weren't really going at it at all. I mean, no, yes, no, I understand that, but the thing, but the fact of the matter is that, for the most part, she. I'm I'm looking to the viewpoint from the from let's say, Jamie Kim, Jamie Kim's. Here she was. She's been through the entire tournament, and all of a sudden, now <laughs> she won by auto wins. That's all. She didn't really put forth an effort. That was a sad thing. Oh yeah, I know. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I am actually at fault for that myself. But yeah, yeah. I digress. But I digress. But the fact of the matter is, like, who knows? Maybe she could. Maybe by her winning it, she could have actually. She could have actually started it because let's face it, who who wouldn't want to freaking talk? Who wouldn't want to shut her up? Well, that's true, but I like but, to reward uh, people that actually put forth the effort. And if I see oh. people aren't putting the forth effort, or and there's people that actually want, no, and I'm gonna, and you know I understand that, like, and I understand yeah. that this is that, like this is that it's your place. You in yeah. the end, you have the you have the, you have the say. But the thing is, it's a, it was also the same crap in uh, FG. That's why I'm also bringing it up. Yeah, that she basically gave up because everybody started. It seemed like everybody started to gang up on her. It's like the moment she starts gaining momentum, everybody starts ganging up on her and all that stuff. So that's probably well, one of the reasons why. I mean, for her, you know, for her, she's a, a, a unique, um, I want to say, case because 
she practically, you know, wants people to hate on her. From my perspective, she wants, you know, people to hate on her. I mean, like how Hiro, uh, you know, claimed to be the most hated person, but she yeah. actually legit wanted people to hate her for some reason or something or another. I mean, because I did talk to her, you know, outside of, you know, the uh, and private messages, and it just, she just did all that just to be hated for the attention. Okay, I see. I didn't see. I don't know this stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell me this shit, man? <laughs> because, you know, uh, there are certain things where it's just not worth talking about. That's why, you know, I'll be like, don't give this person attention like your Salem's or stuff like that because, you know, a lot of people in the community hate them and, you know, they obviously have their good reasons like how people hate me in the community and, you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, love me and stuff like that. I fucked up. Salem fucked up or whatever, but at the same time, if you don't like somebody, you know, do you want to constantly have them on your mind or do you want to, you know, just ignore them? And that's, you know, that's pretty much why I said, you know, if you have a problem with somebody, just don't fucking acknowledge them anymore. But yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, but it, the thing is, like, you take it, like, like it seems like you, I know you're trying, like, right now you're trying to put, it's kind of like a weird situation here. Like, we're in, you want, like, look, for your show, mm-hmm. you want you wanted it to be all new talent. But let's face it, most of the people who are still playing are still playing old. With still yeah, that's why I changed that up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the thing is, that, yeah. but... It's also a catch twenty two thing. It's like most new people are seeing, oh, it's the same people over and over and over again. Well, that's why I tried to, you know, incorporate new people. But and, and it's not—it's not just you. It's not just—it's not just you. It's not like it's other places too. Like, like why it was like. Why do you think I ha- why do you think I haven't done much in FG? Despite the fact that I'm a crew member. Well, I mean, FG is just hard to get into. I mean, I mean, I mean, people say the same thing about uh, EWA to me, and um, I-, I couldn't get into BBW. And it, it's not against you know the booking style or whatever. It's just you know trying to find your own little spot to belong. You know. Anyway, that's, what, that's what, anyway that's what I think about it. So. I mean, like, for me, I try and find a spot for everybody, but I can't obviously put everybody in the main event because, you know, if everybody's in the main event, they have nothing to aspire to. Um, I mean, I know Miranda tries in FD, and it seems like people are giving her the shaft, you know, not quite the uh, high-row levels or the boxing levels or the Salem or the, um, the Jamie levels before them. But, I mean, she's still getting shit on, you know, you know, but... And they're not giving her enough credit for what she does. I mean, granted, she, you know, it's not experienced, like, as Booker-wise, like, say, I am or you are. But, I mean, that's just how it is. So what, you're, what I'm guessing is you're, um, you're trying to say that you're try, you, you think more people would come in if, uh, you know, trust was more of an issue in letting storylines play out rather than just interrupting like that. 
yeah, like basically, if they feel like okay, if they can feel like anyone, if if the reason like, meh, figures I'd be figures I'd be ta- uh, talking in tongues, but if they feel okay, if I put the effort in, I have a sh- I have a shot. Yeah, but for but for the most part, if they, they look at the stuff, at everything, it's like, well, why bother? This person's going to get it, or this person's going to going to get it. Like, it, it just needs to be look like there's more of a of a of a chance for them. But All right, so like um. What do you think about people that don't put forth effort but somehow get into that main spot? I mean, how does that work? Because it's like two different sides, you know? Again, I'm all, uh, well, one, like I said, I'm, all, I'm guilty of that. But at the same time, when some when someone, let's say, if someone else says, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, you're going to lose, lose it. It's like, okay, whatever, I can get it back with it. I know I screwed up, whatever. But if people who who you say that to freak out, then they should be people you should be worried about. Okay, so like, let me throw this uh, scenario at you, and then uh, I'll have Phoenix answer the same thing. But um, what if like it was more uh, based off of like the actual wrestling where you actually know the results beforehand and then just have the uh, two people or how many people in that match actually work out everything and then just post, you know, go from there. If, if, it, if you can get that to work, that would be freaking great. But the fact of the matter is a lot of people are going, are, for the most part, are going in blind. Yeah. yeah that's, and I, the fact but, of the matter and the fact of the matter is that, that way, or well, it should it should be. But the thing is that let me um, let me tell it to you this way. Uh, I've always when I would let's say I would start into a match and I'd get off really good, then all of a sudden I start talking to people on Skype and say, "Oh, it doesn't doesn't matter. It's already been decided." It's like really. Well then, what is the freaking point of me freaking trying if you are like if you're not if you're not going to do it, but yet you already know you're winning? Well, I mean, like you could. Well, I mean, some people like if I know I'm winning or losing. Like me and Matt already knew the results of. Um, the match that me and him had beforehand, way beforehand, and I guarantee you that everybody else knew that Matt was going to win. But at the same time, if you put on something that causes yes, that but, doubt, you know, there's yes, ways around it, it. Yes, but if you're, let's say, you have four different people who don't who don't know about it at first, and they, and three of them. Are putting on like putting on like a freaking clinic, but the one person who isn't, and you're talking to them like, dude, you should get on the match. It's like, why bother? I'm already, I already know I'm winning this. Like, what? Uh, what about you, Phoenix? Uh, same thing, uh, mentality wise that Lori's got. Yeah. Hey, seriously, what's the point? I'm used. 
I'm used to going in blind, and as much as I would like, you know, setting everything out beforehand and 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 just you know setting out, you know, make, you know bullet points, you know, hey, we're gonna do this, this, and this. You know, if I knew I was gonna lose going in the match, you know, outside of what's reasonable, like we've discussed before with Dementium Five. Um, yeah. in our match. You know, I wouldn't, I, I guess that would demotivate me. To, and it's just the thing is, it's like you want to do stuff to encourage activity, but realize at the same time it's kind of a double-edged sword because, you know, when you want it to encourage activity, people are going to take a look at it and go, oh, I've got to plan all that out. So I but, like, what I'm saying is, like, okay, so... um Let's say, like, everybody knew the results beforehand, but, I mean, the people that are participating in it, you know, worked out something where there is actual doubt where, you know, a person that you know is going to win actually, you know, has looks like he's going to legit lose. So, I mean, there's ways around that is what I'm getting at. But, I mean, I guess it depends on the people um, that are in the net, I guess is what you're saying. Some people it, don't it's mind. Always going to do that. It's always going to depend on that, really. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people out there don't mind losing, and I don't really mind losing myself as long as there's a, you know, a good reason rather than, you know, a cheap roll-up or something like that, I guess is what I'm getting at. Someone um, blew Cartwright. But, like... Uh, do you think, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, there's a direct correlation with uh, the guy wrestling community dropping uh, with how stale the product is uh, in the past, uh, you know, prior to uh, Mania. I mean, it's still kind of stale now. I mean, I did kind of fall, doze off twice while watching it today. I mean, do you guys think the same thing, or... Because if you're like subconsciously thinking that the product you see on TV sucks, I mean, you're not going to really want to role play, even though you could, you know, chances are some people can do better than what's on the TV, is what I'm getting at. Because, I mean, we've done plenty of storylines. Well, isn't that the reason why we role play in the first place? Well, I mean, I like to think of us role playing as an escape from our everyday lives. I mean, I don't know about, you know, you, Lori, or, but I know that my job is kind of shitty, and I know Phoenix's job is kind of shitty, and I know that people, you know, that go through school and shit have a shit time, so people just want an escape from that. Oh, yeah. Oh, understandable. But I'm ta- uh, I thought we were just talking about uh, wrestling in particular, not art role playing in general. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Is like, if you watch, I don't know, like if you watch um, any show that's out there, you go, oh, I can do this better, but I still want to keep it, you know, core to the product. Like if you're watching Naruto or something like that, or Dragon Ball Z, and you're watching it. 
you're like, oh, I can do better as long as, you know, you have set guidelines where your your stuff, you know, is within the parameters of that series, but that series slowly starts to decline and you get bored of it, your, you know, your role plays are going to suffer because of it. So that's what I'm getting at. If, there, if you think there's like a correlation between the actual product and, you know, what people produce. I mean, I know because Phoenix, uh, she doesn't really watch wrestling with me anymore like she used to. Uh, She'll come out for uh, the end zone cast segments and stuff like that. But uh, (laughs) not much for anything else. (laughs) Yeah, I know. uh, As of late, I've barely been watching it as is, so. Well, I mean, a part of plant that got killed off last week is more over than half the roster, as I said at the start of the show. Well, well can, you, can you, I understand why. That was a bitch in plant. Hey, nobody can knock Mitch. <laughs> I might have another guest on in a minute if I can, uh, Get him. I mean, he, they've got uh, some injury going on, so we'll see. But uh, until then, uh, what about you, Phoenix? Uh, why is it declining for you, or do you just have better things to do than just sit around and watch wrestling? It's just there was something that happened a couple of years ago that I can't even remember what it is now, but it really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped watching. Another thing that might have to do with it is like, you know, you either got to have cable, satellite, or or something else to watch it. And, you know, we didn't have it for the longest time because we had to, you know, we had to wait until where I work now. Um and then, yeah, we were still watching it online, but my mom's internet was super slow. And it's like a lot of work. And I used to work Monday night, and mm-hmm. just stuff gets in the way. But, like, I'm talking about now, because, like, after Mania, you used to watch it with me, and then you just slowly went back into the office. So, it's is just, it becoming stale for you, or? I got other stuff to watch. I mean, yeah. Like but, Penny Dreadful just started back up May first, and Game of Thrones started back up before that. And yeah, it's only going; those aren't going to run forever. But it's just like when that yeah, you've got something that's more appealing than something you're still quite the fan of. It's just like. You know, what are you going to watch? Well, I mean, like, those shows are kind of on demand, right? I mean, and Raw is kind of live, so, I mean... They're an hour. The shows I watch are, like, an hour-ish. Yeah. And, you know, Outlands is back on, too. There is that. Um, And it's just like, I guess I have a short-ass attention span when it comes to Raw. I used to be able to sit down and... And do okay when all of us were still two hours. Yeah. And 
you know, it's just now with the way the content is, I'm like, I get a better show out of an independent or or if I watch Dream of Honor, um, they actually look pretty interesting. I don't know if I'll watch that movie, but, I mean, it's just it's a combination of stuff. Well, like, I watched uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view, uh, the uh, Global Wars last night, and the main event was um, Coca Banda versus Jay Lethal for the ROH title. Uh, I think you would enjoy that, because probably Coca Banda is your favorite wrestler, if I'm assuming correctly, right? Of course. I'll listen to him, like, an hour a week on my way to work. Um, but, obviously, that match never uh, finished, because uh, the Young Bucks, uh, introduced a new member of the Bullet Club, which is uh, Adam Cole, baby, and they uh, super kicked the hell out of everybody last night. They uh, they made uh, good on their word with the super kick party. They did. They uh, had a little uh, super kick counter at the bottom of the screen, and they ended up doing uh, 51 super kicks within, like, 10 minutes. Geek. 51 fucking super kicks. That's uh, what I was saying in the... Uh, Revenge of these nuts chat. <laughs> Fifty one super kicks. Uh what are your uh most commonly seen uh moves in role plays, like your RKOs and your spears? Uh which ones do you see the most often, Lori? Uh, often enough, I see most people using finishers as normal moves. Yeah. I can't. I can't really just pin it down to like pin it down to one because it's like it's like oh my god, someone tried to someone tried to start off a match with uh, Paul Nelson, but they called the Master Lock. The bastard block, uh, the action bastard characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I had like the top five most commonly used moves. Uh, the spear was number one. Uh, there was the uh, shooting star press, the RKO, the sharpshooter, and uh, the F5 were the top five that I saw out there. Uh, spear is number one, though. Yeah. Uh, I love your old football tackle. I, like I think I helped uh, Phoenix with your uh, ground finishers, if I remember right. But uh, yeah, you did help me with some of my finishers. Um, yeah, because I. Oh, so what? I helped you with some of yours. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> hey, I know where Lori got his finisher from, so you know. Uh, excuse me, or do I have to explain the winter cherry again? I'm talking about the Kaniku Buster. <laughs> oh, I had the Kaniku Buster long before that. But, you know, that's from Ultimate Muscle. They're getting technical with that. Yeah. Uh, I had some more questions. I don't remember them off the top of my head, so uh, give me a sec. Hands up. While I play the Vaudeville team. <laughs> Uh, 
I mean, I had Phoenix answer this, and I answered this. Um, Glory, uh, what's one one of the characteristics you hate about role play? One of the characteristics is all of really more uh, how so a lot of people prefer it their the quality of the of each of the response that you give. Yeah. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at it's it's always semi lit, semi lit, semi lit. Like don't get me wrong, I understand the need for for semi lit, but there's also but everyone who posts oh every single possible detail needs to just piss off. It's like you I know I know that you may not like one or like one or one or two line sentence, one line post, but geez. Well, like, get, like, get like, I'm not trying to bash on people like that, but I mean, like, a little bit of detail. I mean, you know, I'm not saying, like, you know, write a giant paragraph to explain every single thing, but I want to, you know, if I want to come back and read that match or that role play, I want to at least know at least some, you know, emotional aspect of that character rather than just think it's a robot, you know? That's that's just me. I mean, I, if I put forth an effort, I just want to see a little tiny bit, you know, so I know that you're actually invested in this match rather than, you know, you're just doing it just to do it. That's that's my opinion, anyways. Well, I like I can tell you right right now. Like I used to love to be able to do. Uh, I used to do a lot of promos a lot of time, but nowadays it just. Oh my God! It takes me four hours to do. Well, you've seen my promos as of late. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seems like quite a hassle nowadays. Well, not everybody can pull off. Uh promos at the snap of the finger. I mean, for me, it's, you know, I just, I just let my fingers do the talking. That's all. I mean, I have a general concept in my mind and just let the fingers do the work. What about you, Phoenix, when you're uh, doing promos? You on? I'm still here. I didn't know you were talking to me. Yeah, I was um, wondering uh, for you, uh, your promos, do they come naturally or do you have to typically think about it before you uh, just pop them out? And you know the answer. You see me sit here and try to, to, to write a promo and it takes me like five hours and I've been thinking about it, you know, two weeks beforehand at least. Breaking in the choir, sister. <laughs> And I'm like, he's seen me rage quick because I can't, you know, get a paragraph out. And I know what I want, but I just don't know how to say it. And I have to get it, I have to get it right the first time or else it's going to be horrible and I can't then I can't stand to look at it. I'm loving her more and more. I mean, you know, I figured, you know, 
you two have never really had a mess together as far as your characters go. So you guys are, like, kind of perfect as far as messes go because you guys are a lot alike. So, I mean, it's always good to uh, have like-minded people as banter back and forth, give or take. I think, hey, I think he's trying to suggest something. I am. I think he is too. I, I'm trying to suggest that there should be a match in the near future. Is what I'm getting at. Jello match. I don't know. I don't know. We just go get some Jello. I don't. Know, I don't care. I'm hungry now. I mean, it, you know, one of those matches that. Um. Because at the start of this year, the women quality, the women's matches were, you know, top notch, and then it just slowly started to sizzle. I mean, I, I, you know, I have a good idea of reason why they started to sizzle, but at the same time, it's just like, uh, what about you, Lori? Uh, why do you think there's a, a another, yet another decline in the women's division, despite the fact that uh, it's kind of big in the WWE right now? Uh, honestly, it's certain to look like more of the same, really. Cause, I mean, uh, I know that uh, you had your uh, Jasons, your uh, Trevors, and Harley playing women, and then yeah, because back- you you have to re- you have to realize well. They are. They want. They have a preference, and they would rather play. Their. They would as much as. Uh, as long as they have that preference, they're going to. They're going to want to keep play that preference. You're not. Even if you let's say. They get better. They get a better showing with the new their new characters. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be. They're still gonna have. They're still gonna say, "Okay, I want to. Fo- um, I'd rather be focusing on, uh, let's say, Harley, for example. Like, yeah, Melissa's doing really good, but I still think I could. I could still put put some more thought with uh, with Harley. So I'm gonna do that. <laughs> uh, um, and I know for you, you play both women and male characters, so. Um... And I know at the time being you're trying to uh, focus more on Finrear, but do you have more of a preference of playing female characters like your Bianca, Karen, and Lily, or your males, your like big bears, and your? Uh, I thought you already. I, I thought you already asked me that last time we talked. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm trying because uh, like I'm trying to uh, I will... get into a tangent with this real fast, but I wanted oh, to um, recap. Um, no, 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 no. I just want, I just want to make sure that. I thought uh, I just don't want to make sure I wasn't crazy. No, I mean but, I did ask, but I was trying to get more of a tangent in this uh, because uh, there's a point I was trying to get at. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I I'm show my, I like to show my versatility. Like I've said it before, as the as playing the female characters, I can actually give more of a personality with each of them, which people who who see even me in action with those with those you you see that they're they have their different 
they have their you see the attitude with the, that they have or their the demeanors and all that shit. Whereas the guy, most of the time, it's always the same thing. I am the I am the toughest, strongest motherfucking badass. I screwed your everybody's moms and all that. Same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but in all yeah. fairness, like the thing. But, but, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but thing is that I if there is a good enough story that piques my interest I like I don't give a fuck what character I play yeah yeah. like how the team carnage thing like if if it was if I didn't like where the where the story was going when the when the whole reveal thing was I would have just dropped in and walked away like All pretty right, much um, everybody else did, but the thing it was that I liked where it was going, so I kept it, so I kept on it. And right, so, uh, now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, I know the rest of the story. Uh, so obviously, the point I was getting at is the more versatile role players like yourself and your uh, your Brads and your Omegas they're obviously going to be put on a higher pedestal as far as, uh, let's say, my attention goes, because if I need someone to fill in a certain role, I already know I can rely on you or Omega or Brad for that role because you guys are more versatile in that department, and that's what, you know, what makes you guys look overlooked, and for the most part, uh, sadly, because that versatility is also... um, Well, is, uh, it doesn't make you strong because you guys focus on more than, you know, one specific role and one specific character. So it's kind of your downside, but, you know, people like me, you know, it's not underappreciated. I wanted to get at that, so. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're making, ah, oh, honey, you're making <laughs> me blush. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't make me go Christopher Walken, okay? Please don't make him do Christopher Walken. Hey, I did hey. it last week. I did it last week. Uh, I did uh, Johnny Ace, well, John Laurinaitis, Christopher Walken, and I did Vince Russo, and I think uh, Laurinaitis killed my voice for like three hours. <laughs> yes, he took his voice. <laughs> but I did do it at the start of the show for like a brief moment for Johnny. So what you're telling me is do do the do the Laura voice again and uh well, and Phoenix will be like, will be liking me for the next few minutes. <laughs> well, I mean I don't really talk much anyways, uh Phoenix can attest to that. Um but like if I do like the talk is like pulling teeth. But like if I do impressions for like so long it'll just uh, close up my throat, so that's all. I mean, uh, like, walking is easier to do. Um, Russo, I need to work on, uh, but uh, Johnny Ace is kind of, it just kills your voice at all. I mean, Evil power! Evil power! <laughs> uh, she looking at you now? <laughs> it's giving you that look that... <laughs> Like don't do it. 
I don't even have to be in the same room, and he knows the work I've got. Yeah, I know she's flipping me off from the other room. How did you know? Because I know you, um... Okay, uh, like I answered this earlier but in the chat, um, I'll, I'll shoot for Phoenix first and then I'll go to Lori with it. Uh, why is it that the reputations of uh, good people, such as yourself, get tarnished so easily with one mistake while others, usually the antagonists, or people with less than a stellar behaviors themselves go unscathed? I think it's all about the expectations people have. Um, people expect a certain caliber from you. You fuck up once, and they're never going to let you live it down. Um, and let's see. That's pretty much all I've got to say about that. Uh, what about you, Rose? Uh, she's pretty much got, she's pretty much, uh, Got what uh, what I was going to say there, honestly, because it's the same thing. Like, uh, which is irony. Uh, in a roundabout way, I kind of said the same thing. I just explained it a little bit more deeper, I guess. Um, it's like, oh, it's like somebody else, like let's say, let's bring Hiro into this. Yeah. Him get him getting into one of the tape moments. Like, uh, it's tip, typical Hiro, typical Hiro. But then let's say. I do something like that. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? It's like you um, you portrayed as an all-around good guy, and then you suddenly just kick someone right in the sack, and you just mic drop and walk out. Is that? Didn't I try that uh, one. Yeah, like you, like you kick him right in the sack, and you mic drop him. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, at least it's better than drinking drinking milk straight out of the carton. You monster! Milk out of the carton earlier. Does that count? Yeah. If you understood this, if, you, if you understood the story, you would uh, you would say that. Uh, um, I explained the story a couple weeks ago, but um. Well, I think uh, I told Phoenix this, but uh, there's a little girl character, Lily. I mean, she's not really little anymore. I think she's like 22, forgetting age-wise. Um, but um, she's uh, like Eris's best friend, which uh, Lily is the adopted daughter of Chrono, uh, which we got to somehow fit that in canonically as far as storyline goes on. And Eris is the old eldest daughter of Chrono. But... Uh, Lily's like the sweet, lovely girl, and, you know, she somehow got a hold of the malice mask, and um, the malice mask pretty much turns people evil, but when Lily got it, uh, Eris warned her that it would turn her evil, and Lily put it on, and the most the thing she did was just drink milk straight from the carton, and then burp Lily. Mustache and all. And then, and then uh, Eris called her a monster and took the mask back. Uh... I'm going to shift to Phoenix as far as question goes. Uh, do you like helping uh, others improve within writing skills? What? Uh, do you like helping others improve uh, with their writing skills? It really depends. Because I, you know, it's 
I helped Salem improve his before. And, you know, helping him was, isn't the problem. It's, you've got to let me breathe it for once in a while. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's, I don't like being pestered with questions. After all, I get a little annoyed. I'm really self-conscious about how I act when I'm annoyed. Because um, I can be a bit of an asshole. No. I mean, I, I'm going to say this again, but if you're not on the call or, you know, in the chat room and you're not listening to the show, you're kind of an asshole. I mean, if you're not, you know, aside from like one or two people that, you know, have legit reasons, if you're not into this show, you're kind of an asshole. I mean, just saying. Uh, but uh, go ahead. That was it. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lori? Well, see, I got no problem with people uh, with helping out people. I mean, I do. I try to do it as much as I can. But the thing is that you need to realize something. I can only help you so much. A lot of it's going to have to come from you. And by you, I mean the person that I'm helping out. Yeah, of course. It's like. At least show a little, bit, but at the same and at the same time, at least be grateful that somebody actually is taking the time to help you out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard Phoenix uh, laugh at the song that I was playing. Yeah, because I was like, "Is that the Brock Lesnar song?" I, I've been like playing like various like wrestling songs throughout the entire time, and I don't yeah, know how well they're. Yeah, that's Brock Lesnar parody song. Yeah, like I don't know how well they're like translating onto the call, really. I'm barely hearing anything. I mean, I'm not hearing it over the call. I'm hearing it from the other room. Yeah, well, I'm like I'm trying not to like make it interrupt, you know, the uh, the call too much. Just enough for background noise. So that's all that is. Oh. But yes, this is the uh, Brock Lesnar scene with lyrics. <laughs> Um, since Lori's not much of a talker, uh, what do you like talking about the most? I mean, that's what you like talking about, Phoenix, but we're asking Lori for this one. What does he like talking about the most? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting because I normally don't like I said, like well, you like you said, I don't normally talk much. But the thing is, is that um, and I got nothing right now. <laughs> All right. Um. All right, well, ask Phoenix this, uh, but uh, let me answer this. Uh, what about your favorite type of stories that you read or write? Are you asking me this? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were asking Phoenix. So. No, she answered it. Um, right. Um, a little bit. I'm mostly into, like, fantasy. I like, I like a little bit of drama, but... 
mostly mostly my thing is like into the into the, like Lord of the Rings. How do you have to get? How do you have to get into Game of Thrones though? For, for some reason. So like, have you tried oh, yeah. that incorporate that style into your um, characters? I mean, Laurie does kind of give off that uh, rugged vibe. If I want to go there. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, like, um, like I, there, I still have a lot of fleshing out to do with the with all my characters. Have to explain certain. Pl- have to explain certain. Uh, Questions on because of some individuals. I wonder who those are. Yeah, I wonder who. Apparently, he he's running a radio show right now. Uh, well, I mean, there's always some fleshing out to do, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you know the Phoenix character and the Machiavelli character uh, need some fleshing out too. Yeah. You know, it's not an insult to anybody, but I mean, there's always stories to tell with, you know, characters, even ones that, you know, have gone as long as mine or yours or Phoenix's. There's always still stories to tell, but. Yeah, but it's just trying to, trying to explain little facts like, how the, how the hell did you tell, ta- uh, how the heck did you become, uh, she becoming your adopted daughter again? <laughs> Well, I mean, I did have something written down for that, and then the laptop fried. No, because I'm distinctively remember you telling me three different stories. <laughs> yeah, like I had, but they were never like you know actually put out in the public. So if they're not put out in the public, then you know they're subject to change. Is what I want to get at. Until there's actually yeah, cause I know because I keep saying links or it doesn't didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but like I, I know what I eventually that I'm gonna. I'd like. I'd actually like to start writing some stuff like go back into the past, like bring up. Well, I did certain, have that uh, mythology thing for EWA that no one signed up for that could have easily taken care of all of that, but nope. Nobody wanted to do it. What? That I thought that was still in the works. It's still there, but people are more than welcome to post it, you know? Oh. Well, shit. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> like, I just didn't want to be the only one to do it because I can only do so much at one time. And apparently, I mean, uh, Jason, or, yeah, Jason... Buyers have seen Seth Rollins' dick. <laughs> I mean, I saw the pictures too, and nothing I'm right home about. I guess I'm the only one of the only ones that has not actively gone out to look for Seth Rollins' dick pic. I didn't look for him. He ended up on Reddit. Well, whose fault is that for going on Reddit? Oh dear! I I think I think I got, came in at a bad time now. 
Oh, God, we're talking about Seth Rollins' dick pics. Yay. Well, I mean, I was, the Seth Rollins theme with okay. lyrics says, uh, lyrics has implied that everybody has seen his dick, is what I, so. So, yeah. I, I, can, tell, I can tell you that right now, that is not true. I have not either. It just popped up on Reddit. I clicked it. Eh, X out. That's what she wants you to think. <laughs> of oh, I know that's what she wants you to think. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? I don't dun, know. Dun, dun. <laughs> All right, so uh, we talked about uh, your uh, Lori character, your Fenrir character, and Karen, obviously. So what about the origins of Bianca? Oh, boy, Bianca. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh, cotton candy. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, Phoenix, 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 I got to ask. Cotton candy or mocha? What? Cotton candy or mocha? Be careful how you answer this. <laughs> I'm scared. You should be. Are we asking about actual flavors or are we talking double entendres? Little no, column A, little column B. <laughs> All the silence. On advice of my legal counsel, I plead the fifth. All right, but hypothetically, if you couldn't plead the fifth, which would you prefer flavor-wise? Flavor-wise, cotton candy is nice, but I'm not playing into double entendre here. Okay, Laurie. Go ahead and explain uh, Miss Bianca for us. <laughs> okay. Well, glad you brought glad you brought up cotton candy because that's her hair color. <laughs> well, I know you asked me that same question, so. <laughs> All right. So, no, uh, but give um, us, uh, the origins of Bianca Atwood. Okay. Well, Bianca was. Ba- I basically wanted to remember around the time when it was mostly uh, the Mita Ace who was winning all the women's championships. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make a, a bigger, like, I wanted to put myself in there, but I wanted to make, like, a big, big well, person. Someone, uh, someone not big quite person. all the women's championships. She didn't win the only one that matters. I mean, just saying. No, but I'm talking about at the time. Yeah, she didn't win the only one that matters, but I'll go ahead. Yeah. Well, anyway, the thing was is that at the time, I thought, okay, I'll make her a little bit heavy, make a character that was a little bit heavier. And thus, Bianca came to be, although technically she was... She was created in a sense before, but she wasn't the way she was now. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, I got this big, uh, I had this big in my mind, a wrestler, and I want, okay, I wanted to make her somewhat unique, so that's, that's when I brought, okay, let's do the whole single mom thing. All right. That's 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 how Lily came came to me. And one one of the one of the the gimmicks one of the plot things to keep make keep her is that every time she she would get uh, pushed and pushed and pushed just at the like the last minute something would happen and she'd be she would have to bow out of it. And no one would know why. And when I brought, went to explain it, I would always say, "Okay, well, I had to take care. Of, like, I had to take care of my kid. I have to, I have to make the choice between my career or my kid." And she chooses her kid every time. And lo and behold, lo and behold that was that's how. I first, that's how she first started in DCW. Mm-hmm. And, well, slowly but surely she's evolved into what you... Still, still, still have to understand, still have to explain a few parts, like we all know that we all know now that uh, Lily and, and Lily is the offspring of her and Mark from from their little Vegas encounter. Don't know much of it afterwards. Although I'd like to, although I'm tempted to put my version of it in detail somewhere. Uh, have you ever heard, like, got in contact with him lately over the years? Because he just seemed to just disappear, you know, for like the hundredth time. Uh, I talked to him. All, uh, I have him on my Facebook. Yeah. And uh, we chat every once in a while. Okay. So, like, he's doing all right, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's actually a comedian. Yeah, I know about that. No, like, I mean, he's actually, like, on the road sometimes. Yeah, I know. Like uh, that was the last thing we talked about before he uh, left. I just wanted to know, like, you know, if everything was okay with him on, like, his end. Oh yeah, he yeah he he seems fine for the most part, unless he's not yeah. telling me anything. All right. Oh look, Kelly, Kelly King's on my own site. Yay! Yeah, that's what I, I was just about to message him. You know. <laughs> uh. Let's see here. Uh, so, like, uh, do you plan on bringing, like, Bianca back in the fold, or you want to keep that close to wraps for now? Um, I'd like to say, say that yes, but if there is some, if there is enough of an interest, I might, I can bring her back. Like, all my characters can come can come back at any time. Okay. Uh, it's just that 
like I told, like uh, I keep telling Miranda because she always wants to, she always always tell tell me we have to have, we have to have a round two, Miranda versus Karen. Like like no, I, I get that too, and I, I I appreciate the ambition from her, but she's trying a little too hard. Just ease up on the ignition a little bit. That's what I would give her advice for. Uh, I think you would agree on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, she try, don't get me wrong. She's trying to do she's trying to do so much in FG, yeah, but the thing is that she can only go is like you can only do so much before. I don't. I honestly don't want her to burn and burn herself out. I know. Okay, um, last last thing we need is for another person to burn out. Yeah, uh, Phoenix, do you have anything you want to plug before? I, I know you want to bow out and watch uh, Outlander. So uh, anything, final words, wise or anything that you got? Not really. <laughs> Nothing you want to plug, like your uh, Twitter handle or anything like that or, you know, uh, whatever? No, because I don't use my Twitter. <laughs> well, shame on you. Shame. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. Uh, to have that app. But talk to y'all later. I'm gonna okay. watch the shoes. <laughs> right. See you, um, uh, Lori will stay on the line if he wants to. <laughs> Bye. See you later. <laughs> uh, I'll be here for. Uh, we well, can go as long as you feel the need to, really. Honestly, I'm actually starting to get a little bit tired. <laughs> well, it's like almost three your time, if I remember right. Time's yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, if you have anything you want to plug or anything, uh, or if you want to drop any scoops as far as uh, I, future plans. I've, al- I've, already, I've already plugged in something. It was my phone. <laughs> well, you like uh, anything uh, social media-wise or you know any scoops you want to drop exclusively on the show? Well, it's like a right now. I have right now for EWA. I know I got that. Don't don't expect it to be just veneer play. Veneer competing. Yeah. So I have a few surprises in store for for that for that pay per view. Well, I'm sure everybody is looking forward to that, whether it's... Uh, whether they like it or not. <laughs> well, I was going to be whether it's, you know, a, a wolf woman, a busty bill brawler, a big-ass bear, uh, a rich guy named after ice, uh, you know, a, a little wolf girl or somebody else. You've got a wide array of characters. So I know. <laughs> Even some on the tap that you have yet to see. There is that, but I mean, you know, as long as uh, they fit the parameters of what you're going for in the the map oh, yeah. details. Okay. Oh yeah. But, uh, I, I guess uh, I'll talk to you next week, Lori, and uh, I appreciate you being the only one to come on and uh, hang out and. Same with Phoenix. You guys are all right. You're not assholes like everybody else that's not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you know, uh, as long as I'm as long as I'm able to to be on, I'll be on. But well, I want to try and like you know, like I said, uh, I do this for multiple reasons, obviously. So I, I oh, just yeah. like the. Uh, I don't feel like I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time. So even if there's like one person in the chat, you know, or whatever, it helps out a lot. Oh, most definitely, especially when you're trying to figure. Is it, do you hear the music? Do you hear the music? Like, no, it's it, it's easier because like I can't hear it on my end. I mean, I because I got the speaker like on one side, but I don't know how well it translates. So I mean, I want to make sure like the quality is good before I even hit that record button. That's oh yeah. All. So I just want to have a good, you know, show before I even put it out there. Oh, of course. Well, then. All right. Uh, you have a good night. Uh, you too, or good morning, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, see ya. See ya. Uh, and this is... Uh, Pro Cause episode 7 for May 9th, going on to May 10th, 2016. Uh, for the first hour, obviously, it was a coffee hour with Pro episode 2. Um, that's how I normally uh, do the solo shows, uh, coffee hour with Pro. Um, even though this is like more like two hours by now, or pretty damn close to it. Uh, So I want to thank everybody that's listening uh, live. Obviously, I implied that it was just Lori and Phoenix at the time. But if you're listening on the download or, you know, whatever, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you guys um, taking the time, even though you don't have the time to listen live, uh, taking the time to hit it on the the download or whatever. Um, I mean, all feedback is good. So if you want to, like, message me on Twitter or Gaia, um, obviously I'll put links in the uh, description, but uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Court of Crows, uh, all one word. Uh, if I have you on Skype, just so like, let me know uh, what I can do better for the show. Or uh, if you have me on Facebook, just let me know uh, on Messenger or whatever. Um you could review on the show if you want. There are uh, several review options, whether you want to rate it five stars or, you know, tell me to go fuck myself or uh, whatever. I mean, I, I'm trying to make a good, decent show um, for you guys and for the community and uh, for myself. Uh, yes, it's a little bit selfish and shameful, but at the same time, you know, it helps. Um Next week's show uh, might be a little bit late because um, as Phoenix and I are uh, preparing our vacation uh, in 10 days, um, normally the shows uh, are 11.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Um, it might be a little late because I am doing a, a all-day shift that day uh uh, the sixteenth uh, or something like that. Uh, next Monday, um, I'm doing an all day shift. Uh, normally I don't work Mondays, but since I'm leaving work for a few days, I have to make up those hours. But um, just giving everybody a heads up on that. Um, 
But uh, uh, whatever feedback you guys want to send me, uh, whether it's uh, Skype, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Gaia, or whatever. Uh, Gaia is uh, Chrono Space Q Space Clip Sidra C L E P S Y D R A. Um, whatever you guys want to do, uh, just you know, give us some feedback. Uh, if you want to come into the show. Uh, and talk or hang out or whatever, you know, just let me know. Um, I, I can't really do the show without you guys' uh, support. I mean, I can, but, you know, it, it helps getting multiple opinions, not just from Lori or Phoenix, not that I don't value their opinions or Boxer or everybody else, um, whether it's good or bad, you know. Uh, yeah, at least let me know. Uh whether you like the music playing in the background or you just like to, uh, you know, hear people talk or however it goes. Um, like I said, any feedback helps. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, this is uh, Crowcliff Sidra signing off. Um, thank you guys for uh, listening in. Until next time. Ka-ka, motherfuckers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.